This is Bijou Noir, and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Good evening. Hyvää ilta. Erongobra. And Slava Ukraini. Pleasant evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully, in the daylight now. Hopefully we can stay in it. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's super spicy community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast an average of 18 watts from unseen Muslim territory from the Student Nest um, campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Sailor Sea. Where we also broadcast to all the ships and the creatures within those waters. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and never else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. There you'll find the Exploding Hit Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for all the episodes. And once the live broadcast is done, it'll be the same story with this one. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and that podcast can also be found... Not as an easy link, but via whatever tool you used to suck down your MP3s via RSS. And that includes iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, Stitcher, and Spotify. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be the sands in your hourglass for the next two hours, so let's walk without rhythm so we don't attract the worm. You should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory still suit in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, put a straw on your wetsuit, put it on, and stew in your own juices. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point since we are mixing everything live here. And broadcasting to several listeners. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. And Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100 Air and on Instagram. It is myopic, man. So, over a month ago, the nominees for the 94th Academy Awards for the Motion Pictures were announced. And as we do every year in the lead up to the awards ceremony, which will be now less than two weeks from now, Sunday, March 27th. We'll profile the best, or the nominated best original songs and scores. And at this point, over the past four weeks, we've listened to four of the scores. Four scores, and four weeks ago. Johnny Greenwood's nominated score for The Power of the Dog. Jermaine Franco's score from Encanto. Nicholas Bertel's music from the recent satire, Don't Look Up. And then last week, listened to selections from Alberto Iglesias' nominated score from... Parallel Mothers. 
So this week will be our fifth and final Tide to the score nominees. It is a score we profiled a few months ago, and that's Hans Zimmer for his music from the recent Dune adaptation by Denis Villeneuve. So I'm going to dig up some cues I haven't shared before. Based on the sheer volume of material that Zimmer wrote, there is no shortage at all, especially since it's already scooped up many award outside of the Oscars. So we'll be prepared in case what is considered the lead uh, horse in this category. If you consider your scores, your music, your horses, and they run around. This metaphor is now collapsing as I'm flailing here. Anyways, Zimmer's score has already won plenty of awards. It is highly tipped. And as we'll hear, there may be reason for it. So we start off with a creepy interlude from the black metal band Dragobroth. And we heard the intro from the 2010 album Fra Miter Talk. And we segued over to Ireland with the Chieftains. And that was Sinead O'Connor on vocals there. A lot of us know that as the entrance music for the mixed martial arts fighter, the controversial Conor McGregor. We heard the Foggy Dew. That song had been popular within Ireland for quite some time. Although O'Connor did sing it live once before in McGregor Fight. And it's had a long tradition, to the point that in the background, we're hearing sort of a jazzier, classical interpretation of it. This is Thomas Kotcheff on the piano, with his version of Foggy Dew. This is in part tied to the works of the late pianist-composer Frederick Rzewski, and it's found on the album Songs of Insurrection. And Foggy Dew actually started off as another old Irish folk song from the 19th century, Uh, Bon, at least uh, has some of the roots there, but the melody and lyrics were adjusted. And the version we heard was taken to heart in 1916 by the priest Charles O'Neill for the Irish soldiers in World War I who fought under the British flag. So it's balancing the woes of fighting for countries in similar positions as Ireland at the time, whilst not being able to fight for Irish independence. So yes, St. Patrick's Day is this Thursday, March 17th. And for the first time in years, with the pandemic mandates mostly lifted in B.C., there might be a return to the usual. Everyone's Irish as of old, but it still doesn't feel totally right as we still handle an ongoing pandemic. Some of us grieving what's going on. Some of us knowing a lot of people still getting Omicron. And alas, it's actually starting to hit my family back in Ontario, which thankfully... Everyone's vaccinated, so the effects are minimized. So, but Of course, we are dealing with another war right now. What's what's happening in Ukraine? And Dragobrath, to circle back to them, are a Ukrainian band from the town of Lviv. And they're named after a Carpathian mountain in the western parts of Ukraine. So, there's still plenty of news that's hard to recap as the Russian invasion now enters day 19, as I hear. So it's less than three weeks doesn't feel like it was going to be the weekend sweep that uh, the uh, Russian president thought it would be. The Ukrainian resistance is strong. And uh, there's plenty of supportive music being written and released. And we're going to focus on two Ukrainian acts here that have come up with some supportive music. It'll be on the techno-pop side here. After this, I'll talk about some of the other acts doing music to help out. And in the coming weeks, I suspect I'll be sharing that a lot. So we're going to listen to... Spada and Korolova. Korolova is the alias of Olga Korolova. 
producer and DJ from Chernihiv, who fled with her child and dogs to Poland. And one of the first DJ sets there she had scheduled turned into a, a weepy mix of traditional Ukrainian music. But Spada is a Spanish musician, and they collaborated on a single that just came out a week or two ago. This will be that song, Be Strong. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that fights the good fight with all its might. This is CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And before I forget, part of the reason we also play the Chieftains, too, is that back in October, we lost Patty Maloney. May he rest in peace.
Originally from, I had this written down, in the Donbass part of Ukraine, which is pretty close to Kyiv. That was Sixth Crowd. That was a single that came out on Bandcamp a week or two ago called Sokolonko. Sixth Crowd is the alias of producer and singer Dasha, sorry, Dari Maximova. Although known as Dasha in some circles. She was also the lead singer, synth, and bass player of the post-punk band On The Wane. And Sokolonko is a track inspired by the Ukrainian Harvest Song from the steppe region where she is from. Not sure if she's still in the Ukraine right now or if she is one of the 2.5 million refugees who escaped there to other parts of Europe. Here's the story about the person behind me. This is Yang Cook. And off of a fascinating EP, or 12-inch, that came out in 2015 called Dnepr Vancouver 1.0. This is hacked. Yeah, Cook is a Kiev techno artist. And the Dnepr refers to uh, one of the rain rivers that runs through Ukraine, also a good portion of Eastern Europe. And this is part of the Reclaim Your City uh, series of releases that combine two different parts of the world together so there are some vancouver artists on the b side including kafka great person if you know him along with being a great musician the automatic message and then quest and then ukrainian ones like yan cook so yes ukrainian artists have been actively voicing their concerns about their home country They've been doing fundraising. Those who are still in the country are doing visits with people, whether they're in the hospital or then delivering food and otherwise boosting awareness of what's going on there. I mean, it seems pretty clear in the West and other parts of the world of what's going on, but other places are suppressing the news and they do have a fan base that extends to that. So at this point, just so you're aware, a lot of Russians are not getting news about this at all. They're considering a minor incursion with other distraction news. Although some people are apparently fighting to break onto TV stations and announce what's actually going on. So yes, most Russians who know about the invasion are horrified and completely against it. So being anti-Russian doesn't necessarily equate as being pro-Ukraine. And I will tell you, at least in my native Finland, the Russians are right now fleeing by train to Helsinki for safety if they've been doing some protesting or other outspoken work or they're vulnerable in some way. Thousands are being arrested. Of course, this is on top of the Ukrainian refugee situation there. Been seeing a lot of the rallies at the Vancouver Art Gallery here. And yeah, I'll be sharing more music in support of Ukraine in future shows. Otherwise, we do have to talk about some other recent deaths in the music world. They left us, and this one feels kind of hard to believe because she was a hidden force of nature during her peak times, but she had a cultural reawakening in the past decade, and now she's gone. It's Betty Davis, a funk icon from the 1970s, known for her sexual lyrics and performance style, but some knew her as jazz trumpeter Miles Davis' second wife. But she was her own artist, actually inspiring Davis to go full psychedelic in the late 60s and early 70s albums like Bitches Brew. Betty Davis was born Betty Mabry in the early 60s. She was adjacent to the New York hippie scene, hung around Greenwich Village, saw some of the folk music there, but she also met Jimi Hendrix and Sly Stone. 
She wrote songs like Uptown for the Chambers Brothers, and she put out three cult albums in the 70s that were thankfully reissued by Light in the Attic in 2007, which finally gave her the proper exposure to the point that a discarded fourth album finally came out in 2009 called Is It Love or Desire, which featured players like Herbie Hancock. Betty Davis died from cancer on February 9th this year at the age of 76, and we'll go off her 1973 self-titled album here, kind of dealing with her ethos in the title here. Here's Betty Davis with Game Is My Middle Name.
Co presents Bad Eggs, a film following the lives of Greek gods Persephone, Hades, and Eve, who have been plucked away from their myths and placed in the modern world. The film is available online from March 16th to 27th, with an in-person premiere on March 13th, 7 p.m. at the Norman Rothstein Theater. Be sure to be there. Going back to 1973, off of her album, I Can't Stand the Rain, which features that single, the title track there. We heard Ann Peebles with If We Can't Trust Each Other. 
featuring a good portion of the legendary group on behind me here. This is the Bo Keys, and off a of 2011 album, Got to Get Back. This is High Roller. On the drums here, it's Howard Grimes, and he was part of the high rhythm section with the high record label in Memphis. Play a soul jazz there since they were part of the Stax label. Famously backed Al Green in the 70s, including jams like Let's Stay Together. You can tell based on how that drum is. Very heavy, dirty, but chugging along. And there were also the backing band for Isaac Hayes and the music from the film Shaft. Grimes made his debut at the age of 12 when he played behind the blues legend Rufus Thomas. And the Bo Keys had been active up until 2014 when Canadian singer Frazee Ford actually recorded two songs with them for her 2014 album Indian Ocean. Howard Grimes died from kidney failure on February 12th this year at the age of 80. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. And we're going to talk a lot about live music over the next few sets here since, along with a whole bunch of local shows, some bands are touring, visas are in place, and safety is at hand. So this one I've been stoked for for months ever since it was announced. As the band Sparks play tomorrow, Tuesday, March 15th at the Vogue Theater. There's a handful of tickets left. They're still available through AEG and MRG Live. And we recently profiled them since they were the subject of the Edward Wright documentary, The Sparks Brothers. And they also wrote the music and screenplay to Leos Crack's musical Annette which we featured last November in Exploding Head Movies, episode 579. We're going to hear a song from Annette, but we'll hear one of their most recent singles. It's not off of their album, A Steady Drip, Drip, Drip. This was a one-off that they did with the reunion of their original producer from 50 years ago, Todd Rundgren. This will be Sparks with your Fandango. Everybody likes it when you do your Fandango, when you do your Fandango.
If you ever want to see a musical where people break out in song while giving birth, and I won't give any spoilers, but the child is definitely out of this world. From the soundtrack to Annette, directed by Leos Carax, co-written by Carax and Ron and Russell Mayle of the band Sparks. We heard Sparks, along with the two key actors from there, Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. She's out of this world. One of the songs from Annette, So May We Start, was on the shortlist for the Oscars in Best Original Song. It should have been nominated. I'll say that outright. As we'll hear next week, we'll hear all the other nominated songs. I think it's better than at least two of them, but we'll sneak it in because we can, and the show is ambitious enough to try to do anything. And we heard Sparks beforehand with a collaboration with Todd Rundgren as they gave him a whole bunch of stems of material to work with that they couldn't stitch together. So Rundgren did his work, beefed it up, made it very broke, and we heard Sparks with your Fandango. Again, Sparks play tomorrow at the Vogue Theater. That's Tuesday, March 15th. Doors are at 7, shows at 8 p.m. There's a handful of tickets left starting at $49.50, plus the usual service charges. I will be there. I'm amazed that this show is happening. First off, because Sparks have been around for 50 years. I don't remember the last time they came to Vancouver. And the fact that I can actually catch a show of this caliber as a pandemic rages on. Behind me, this is Ludovico Einaudi, and from this year's album, Underwater, this is Swordfish. And Einaudi is an Italian composer, known for his great piano work. I need to dig up some of his recent soundtrack material. He does a lot of documentary and short films. we got more live music here, and these are tied to the idea of Wednesdays. One of these acts I thought was playing this week, but my impeccable note-taking, and especially I'm relying on a lot of sites to tell me of this information that are kind of resurrecting slowly and I have to get back in the groove. But Nick Cave and Warren Ellis are playing the Queen Elizabeth Theater this Wednesday, March 16th for a wonderful show in support of their recent album together, Carnage. Shows at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are still available starting at $67.90 through Ticketmaster. COVID protocols are still in effect, so you got approved double vaccination and masks, although... Based on our provincial health officer order, officer orders, it could be some other stuff going on. But at this point, I'm gonna wear a mask. I just gotta play safe. So there is a Nick Cave film due soon with Warren Ellis. It's a documentary about their collaboration together. So it features the work for Carnage and the most recent Bad Seeds album, Skeleton Tree. It's coming out in May. It's called This Much I Know to Be True. They recently did the score to the documentary La Panthère de Neige. And Nick Cave is working on a memoir that's out this year called Faith, Hope, and Carnage. From Carnage, here's Nick Cave and Warren Ellis with Lavender Fields. Traveling up 
Sometimes I hear my name Oh, where did you go? But the lavender is broad And it's a singular Once I was running with my friends All of them busy But the lavender blue rays, what happened to them? Sometimes I see a pale bird wheeling in the sky. But that is just a feeling, a feeling when you die. Australia and Canada both have wide open spaces and wild sounds that fill them. Join your host, Matt, as he shares brand new tunes and archived classics from the independent music worlds of Australia and Canada on Stranded. 
the Australian Canadian Music Show. Listen Tuesdays from 11 p.m. to midnight. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
from her 2019 album Fibs. Like a little lies that you tell, F I B S. That was Anna Meredith with Inhale, Exhale, which would have paired nicely thematically if I put that with the Spark song from Annette. So, things I realize subconsciously, but don't fully connect the dots later. Anna Meredith is, sorry, Anna Meredith is a Scottish composer, and she does some wonderful music. Most recent album is 2021's Bumps Per Minute, 18 Studies for Dodgems, which if you know your uh, British vernacular refers to bumper cars. So imagine going to a seaside amusement park, and then as you have your car hit another car, different music starts playing, so triggered that way. We've played some Anna Meredith before because she did the soundtrack to the 2018 movie 8th Grade, which is Bo Burnham's, uh, don't know if it was screenplay debut, but a breakout hit of sorts. Profiled that on a Labor Day back in 2018, Exploding Him Movies episode 422. And Anna Meredith plays the Fox Theater, sorry, the Fox Cabaret. There's a Fox Theater in both Toronto and Denver, but I, the one here in Vancouver is the Fox Cabaret. Anna Meredith, Wednesday, March 23rd, as Tamper Concert presents her with some special guests that weren't listed, and I hope she has some. Wednesday, March 23rd, Fox Cabaret, doors at 7, shows at 8, tickets start at $15, available through ticketweb.ca. It is a 19 and older show. Obviously, pay heat to the COVID protocols. Vaxes and masks. And behind me, this is Kiefer, otherwise known as the keyboardist Kiefer Shackelford. From the 2021 EP, Between Days, this is Running Out the Clock, featuring a guest appearance by The Count. It is 8 o'clock if you're listening to the radio, whether it's on 101.9 FM in Vancouver or then on Telesoptic 7023. That's the channel on your TV sets if you have the Telus subscription thing. Otherwise, we also are streaming live through the CITR player on the website at citr.ca. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. My name is Gak, and there's so much more live music happening this week in Vancouver. To the point, I try to cram as much as possible here. Yeah, I may have screwed something up, which I could try to fix along the way, but anyways, there's an Apollo Ghosts record release party. The double album Pink Tiger came out on Friday. Featuring one acoustic side and nine more indie rock sides. It's a double album, available on vinyl through You've Changed. And they're playing a record release party this Saturday, March 19th at the Redgate Art Society at Main and 3rd. They'll be joined by guests Be Afraid and KMVP. Pre-sale tickets from what I can tell through the website are sold out already. So there should be some at the door. COVID protocols do apply there. And the acoustic side of this Apollo Ghosts album reminds me of... Uh, the album that Apollo Ghosts put out a couple years ago when the pandemic first started in a reminiscencing of live music. And honestly, this album is a blast. So here's Apollo Ghosts with Cloud Hotel. Hardly known your voice 
hardly seen the world or those who live in it. You were always on my mind, and I was always in your thoughts or dancing beside you. So in love with you. On the floor, I said these words. My knees, they had buckled. Committee UBC presents Indigenous and Cultural Day, celebrating authentic Indigenous art of all forms. The event will feature several exhibits at the Student Nest Building, spanning from beading to showcases highlighting Indigenous-led businesses. Mark your calendars for April 11th at 12:30 p.m. You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkameenam-speaking Musqueam people.
Two great local bands there playing two separate nights at Redgate Art Society. We started off with Apollo Ghosts off the acoustic part of their double album, Pink Tiger. We heard Cloud Hotel. Then we heard Little Sprouts off of last year's album, Fake Cake. We heard Albatross. Little Sprout are one of the opening bands at another record release party at the Redgate Art Society this Friday, March 18th. As CITR's affiliated record label, Fanta, announces the release of Kitty Prozac's new album, None Shall Be Afraid. The question I was asking is like, why didn't you play Kitty Prozac? He's like, I screwed up because there was another song off that album I was hoping to play, but I don't know exactly how I got it. It's not on Bandcamp. I didn't load it on the devices I play with. And here's the great story, as it were. Anyways. Kitty Prozac, brainchild of Kathy Schultz, some wonderful trans, queer, power punk, as evidenced by the title of the first single, Jesus Was a Trans Girl. So, go enjoy it. Should we announce a nice, loud, and noisy show? And along with Kitty Prozac, and Little Sprouts, there'll be special guests Rainbow's End and Pudding. Again, this will be Friday, March 18th at the Red Gate Art Society, close to Main Street on 3rd Avenue. And tickets are at $10, which you can get through eventbrite.ca. Though no one will be turned away for a lack of funds. And one thing that attendees can do when buying a ticket is there's a special option for you to pay it forward with a ticket for someone who could either not afford it as well, too, there's a special option for our Black, Indigenous, and people of color attendees and that there's some special options to ensure that you are able to attend. It is also an all-ages show. So, all that is in place. Standard COVID-19 protocols will be in effect. Although, do check out the Redgate Art Society social media and websites to understand what the current protocols are because everything isn't changing. Certain restrictions had let up on Friday, but various businesses and locations may opt to be cautious based on people's immunocompromise. I can almost say it through the mask, which is ironic in a way, if they encase are immunocompromised in any way whatsoever. Behind me, this is Heike, and off of a album, which now I scrolled past here, off of Dubtown, which came out last year, this is the video edit of Railpath Dub. And Heike is the alias of Heike Silaste, Torontonian with Estonian and Finnish roots, mostly Estonian. Wonderful dub stuff here. And there's still even more concerts to talk about here. And we are going back to the Fox Cabaret as Sleepy Gonzalez are playing a show with Joe Past. Passed. P-A-S-S-E-D. It's not past. Passed. I sound like I'm Shakespearean or something like that. Joe Passage, Amanda Sum, and Sleeping Gonzalez play this Thursday, March 17th, so this St. Patrick's Day at the Fox Cabaret as part of the music at the cinemas as part of a triple bill. Doors are at 6.30 p.m., so it's an early show. They have sliding scale tickets ranging from 15 to 50, based on what you can afford. And if you go to the Fox Cabaret website, you can see how you can get your tickets. It is a 19 and older show with proof of X, and then if you're not sitting, then masks. 
Sleepy Gonzalez's most recent album was this year's Duck Stop, but we'll go off a nice little treat here because they did play live here at CITR World Headquarters. And this session was captured as part of our Fishbowl sessions live from CITR Discorder in the year 2020. So it's available as a cassette. It's also available through Bandcamp, so look for it there. This is Sleepy Gonzalez with a live version of their song, Lucky Charms, and that's three Zs at the end, just like the leprechauns do in Ireland when they're going for marshmallow candy. I'm stopping now. Been saving up and sold my first guitar. The silver one that she smashed, and we paid to get it fixed. The summer that we met.
Hey, it's Tim Darcy from Cola. Our album Deep in View is out this spring, and you can see us at the Biltmore in Vancouver on July 11th. Okay. 
Out of Montreal, that was Auri, full name Ariel Ove, off her debut album, 2021's Frame of a Fauna. We heard Wrong Read. Wonderful stuff. She's also collaborated with acts like Joni Void and appears in the group Hildegard. We'll actually hear some Joni Void shortly, but that is tied to some other thematic element before we get into the soundtrack to Dune later on. In the background, this is Ennio Morricone from his soundtrack to the 1971 French thriller Sans Mobile Apparent, Without Apparent Motive, directed by Philippe Labro. This is Ricerca. We've profiled a lot of music about Ennio Morricone in the past, even more so since his death back in July 2021, or 2020. I'm losing track of the years now. Yes, it's been a year and a half now. We'll have more Morricone lined up later this year as we line up for some other stuff. And what we're listening to is actually coming from an upcoming vinyl release. And you can find a copy of this already from a recently reissued uh, compact disc last year through the Spanish label Quartet. But there's a vinyl edition coming out through the Montreal print We Want Sounds for Record Store Day 2022, which will be held on June 18th. So, as that day gets closer, we'll talk more about some of the music coming up for that release once I know more. But yes, more Ennio Morricone vinyl, almost 500 soundtracks to his name. We could barely touch a lot of them. Let's head to Norway next with Jenny Hval. And uh, her new album sounds like it should be her most eclectic since she has a lot of thematic things that appeared on past albums. But this is also kind of her poppiest as well, too. And the new album is called Classic Objects. Here's Jenny Hival with Year of Sky.
21st edition of Doxa Documentary Film Festival returns May 5th to 15th, 2022. Committed to cultivating curiosity and critical thought, Doxa will present both short and feature films from across Canada and the globe, representing some of the best in documentary cinema. The hybrid in-person online festival will include both live and pre-recorded conversations with filmmakers, as well as some industry-specific events. Visit doxafestival.ca for more details. From last year's album, This Spring, we heard Nicholas Kergovich with 
Plants. And that entire album features him singing the songs of Vita Hill, Vancouver musician legend. And a nice little simpatico happened with what was going on with it during the pandemic. So Vita Hill's most recent album was 2020's Little Volcano. And that was an album that she was prepping to tour in support of, along with doing some things like doing a theater production in Dusseldorf, Germany. But the pandemic came along, and she was homebound, so just like the rest of us. And she ended up uh, working with the folks that run the Kulch in East Van to work on the piano there. But she then found out about Kurgovich's grand gesture with an album full of her covers. It garnered her some attention outside of Vancouver. Kurgovich has been mostly in L.A. as of late, as I believe. So with that, she started collaborating with Kurgovich, along with uh, some of his regular collaborators like uh, Joseph Shavison, Chris Harris, and a few others. And Vita Hill has a new album coming out at the end of the month called Beach Practice. So curious to see how that cross-pollination works out. And since we're talking about plants and pollination behind me, this is Joni Void. From a retrospective collection that came out last year, this is Garden. So, tenuously, we've brought in the idea of spring and anything that we need to do to get our hands dirty in the soil. Which, of course, leads us to a perfect segue to go then into the desert once the soil dries out and it's just sand. But before we get to that, two other acts to share with you. We do have to do the soundtrack uh, updates as well, too. We'll take care of that. But uh, we'll go... Actually, tell LA, LA again, which is where Sarah Tavachi lives now with her partner, Sean McCann, both composers. And they put out a wonderful album last year called Mother of Pearl, which is where you will find this song. Here's Sarah Tavachi and Sean McCann with Stige. <laughs>
Every Friday at noon, CITR takes you on a journey through Thunderbird Radio Land. A journey of sound and song, of words and music, of the now and then, of the right here and the far away. It's the Eclectic Lunch, every Friday at 12 noon on Thunderbird Radio, 101.9 FM in beautiful Vancouver. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, this is Sote, from this year's album Majestic Noise, made in beautiful rotten Iran. This is life. Sote is the alias of Atta Ebtkar, an Iranian-American composer based in Hamburg. Wonderful stuff here that kind of fuses a few elements together. Definitely hinging on a Persian element based on part of his ancestry there. Part of the desert lands, as it were, which we'll get into Dune shortly here. But first off, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available, that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Some of these may already be out, either in your favorite record store or wherever you find your music online. But some of this is set to the traditional release schedule of a Friday. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go... Bo Bodies, music from season one of the TV series Acapulco, is self-released this week. The Adam Project, a new Ryan Reynolds film scored by Rob Simonson, is coming out through Milan Records. CJ Mira does the score to A Banquet. It's coming throughout through Burning Witches. For the kids, Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness is scored by Puggy. It's coming out through 22D Music. Season 1 of The Cleaning Lady is scored by Mark Isham. That soundtrack's coming out through Water Tower Music. The first single coming off the soundtrack to the upcoming film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, featuring Michelle Yao. Music's done by Sun Lux. That's coming out through A24 Music. Definitely looking forward to that film. Michael Cam and Maximilian Stefan do the music to A Funeral for a Dog. That's coming out through SATV. Notre Dame Brulee is scored by Simon Franglin. That's coming out through Milan. And Milan's also putting out David Buckley and Luke Richard's score to stay close. Otherwise, more French here. Philippe Rombi's music from Le Temps de Secret. It's coming out through Music Box Records. On the re-release front, Jerry Goldsmith's scores to Black Patch and The Man are coming out as a single release through Entrada. There's an expanded or remastered version of Mark Isham's music from Fire in the Sky coming out as a limited edition through La La Land Records. If you're a fan of Guild Wars 2, video game End of Dragons, scores parts 1, 2, and 3 are done by various composers. That's coming out this week. There's a remastered limited edition of Georges Delarue's music from L'Homme de Rio. That's coming out through Music Box. So deluxe limited edition of John Powell's music for How to Train Your Dragon 2 coming out with the Vanessa Saraband. They're also doing the same kind of thing, a deluxe limited package of Michael Kamen's music from The Iron Giant. Great old animated film. And then, 
For you fans of 80s comedies, Maurice Jarre's score, along with some soundtrack songs to Top Secret, has been expanded, remastered as a limited edition through La La Land Records. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. It's time to enter the future in a galaxy similar to Rome, but we won't recognize it from 10,000 years from now because it's back to Frank Herbert's universe known as Dune as uh, the first part of a two-part film series was released last autumn, directed by Denis Villeneuve, starring Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides. As we hop from planet to planet, handling the spice, the melange, as it were, to travel through space instantaneously. And we profiled the score in the past, because when it first came out, I definitely dug the film. So if you look at Exploding Hit Movies episode 578, we talked about some of the instrumentation that Hans Zimmer used and even invented to come up with the music to Dune. So amongst the wide array of female singers and bagpipes, he created instruments out of metals he can't even pronounce the names to and did all manners of crazy music to the point he put out three soundtracks for it. Past adaptations of Dune have been David Lynch's 1984 cult film, a 2000 miniseries. It was the aborted attempt by Jodorowsky to come up with his version, which was in 14 hours. But this time around, it was successful. And since we last talked about Dune, this first part is nominated for 10 Academy Awards. So along with Best Original Score by Hans Zimmer, it's up for Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Costume Design, Sound, Film Editing, Makeup and Hairstyling, Cinematography, Production Design, and Best Visual Effects. And Hans Zimmer's been nominated for Oscars 11 times before. So this is his 12th nomination. He's won once for the original film version of The Lion King. And we've profiled Zimmer extensively, based both in part of the nominations for things like Sherlock Holmes, Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk. We also did Gladiator, Dark Knight, amongst others. Yeah, he wrote three albums worth of music for Villeneuve's films, since both of them as teenagers, we're big geeks over the Dune book series. And we're going to listen to at least three cues here from Hans Zimmer's nominated score. From Dune, we'll start off with Dream of Arrakis, here on Exploding Head Movie CITR 101.9 FM.
So from his Oscar-nominated score to Dune, part one, we heard Hans Zimmer first off with Dream of Arrakis, those wonderful drums or percussive elements. And then we heard Herald of the Change. All throughout Zimmer's score, there are the elements of the human voice. Usually the lower registered ones for the men refer to some sort of either war or otherwise some level of doom. While the female choir represents the actual true charactership of the film since overall within the book series, the female characters are super strong. And that leads into a bit of Dune's future here. As the current awards cycle goes, Hans Zimmer's already won a Golden Globe, and yesterday he won a BAFTA award for his score to Dune. Dune was the big winner at the British Association of Film TV Awards, and it won five. And Zimmer is working on the sequel, although at this point, he actually mostly wrote the music for it, but I'm sure some more will come to mind. The sequel's greenlit after the early success of Dune Part 1, so Dune Part 2 is set for release in October 2023, and uh, an additional HBO series called The Sisterhood is in place, tied to the Bene Gesserit, and now there's talk of a potential third film. It's under discussion right now. It's based on another novel in the series, since the two films are tied to the first book, so if you're a fan of Dune Messiah, that could be in the cards. I don't know if it'll be 2025 or something like that, but we shall see. So at this point, we've heard all the nominated scores over the past five weeks here tied to this year's Academy Awards. So that's Johnny Greenwood for The Power of the Dog, Jermaine Franco for Encanto, Nicholas Bertel for Don't Look Up, Alberto Iglesias for Parallel Mothers, and as we heard, Hans Zimmer for Dune. So next Monday, we will look as for part six, the nominees for Best Original Song. So along with the super popular Encanto, which has made it, I think, nine weeks on the Billboard Top 100 charts now. We hear songs that are nominated from the film's King Richard, No Time to Die, even though we've heard Billie Eilish a few times already, Belfast, and Four Good Days. So we'll leave it at that. We'll also touch upon the recent death of the Montreal director Jean-Marc Vallée. As I leaned towards music from his 2009 film The Young Victoria, but I'll touch upon some of the other work that he had done for movies and television series. And two weeks from now, Monday, March 28th, we'll talk about the winners from the 94th Academy Awards because two Sundays from now, the Oscars will be handed out. That's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to around midnight or so, so stay tuned for the rest of your Monday evening, despite the fact, wherever you are, at least here, we had daylight saving kick in. So we're an hour behind on whatever we're doing, though I appreciate starting my show in the daylight. In the background, as I realized I was talking too much there, this is Gordon Gerdina, along with his project called The Marrow, off of the 2020 album Safar e Darun. This is Outsize. Safar e Darun translates as Inner Journey. And this is Gurdina's attempt to sort of fuse together Persian and Arabic elements into jazz. You hear Gordon Gurdina here on the oud. On bass, it's Mark Helius. On cello, Hank Roberts. On percussion, Hamim Hanari. And on violin, Joshua Zubat. And Gurdina's been pretty prolific over the past little while. 
He did a collaboration album with Jim Black called Martian Kitties. And then he worked with Hanari again and then Ivo Perelman on The Period of Desire. I see uh, some additional material on his band camp, like Night's Quietest Hour. Oddly enough, and then Klotsky. So good to see this Vancouver musician is still prolific. Otherwise, with the time we have left, we'll close with one of the most notorious pieces by the late composer George Crumb. And he was known for his modern classical and avant-garde pieces, exploring different timbres and alternative forms of notation. And uh, he passed away at his home in Media, Pennsylvania on February 6th this year at the age of 92. We're going to listen to the first movement from a 1970s piece called Black Angels, 13 Images from the Darkland, which was written in protest against the Vietnam War. And it mixes a wide array of elements. And this piece is actually what inspired the violinist David Harrington to form the Kronos Quartet. So we're going to go back to 1973, featuring the Concord Quartet with one of the earliest, maybe the first recordings of Black Angels. This will be the first movement tied to departure. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic, since despite newer mandates allowing for masks to be optional, yes, COVID-19 is floating around in the air. Two of my friends got it in the past week. I learned today that my niece has it, so it finally hit my family. And in the news, Barack Obama just got it too. So thankfully, everyone was vaccinated. So hopefully everything is minimized there. So stay safe out there. Tread carefully. If you haven't already, please get vaccinated. 